Rugby league fans, welcome to the NRL Back 3 podcast. Coach LJ and Squid here bringing you bands for the week that was, and of course, the week ahead. Now, we just had round 18, and four, there were some pretty upset games over the weekend, I reckon, eh? But uh, before we get to that, Squid, mate, how are you doing? Cheers, Coach. We'll actually use the uh, recent week just to lay low because we know, you know, one of the last episodes, the media got hold of uh, some of the Squid Stag's antics and we had a breach. So a bit of hibernation was just uh, really enjoyed, but used some of my uh, time wisely and auditioned for some other NRL-based podcasts. <laughs> Best of luck, Squid, and can't wait to have you back next week. Um, but for me, boys, just happy to be here. You know, seven days off the tools and... Oh, I feel a bit relieved, a bit revived, and how good is it to have a break? But speaking about how good, how good is Try July? Woohoo! Honestly, one month is not enough. This needs to be a season-long campaign. I mean, already we've had Blake Braley has pulled out the gritty, Jesse Ramian has pulled out the fishing, Kato with the sleeping, and that's just the shark celebrating. I mean, if we all remember Hamlin Ueli of yesteryear pulling out the people's elbows, it's provocative, it gets the people going, and the sharks love it. What about you, Squid? Uh, I mean, I'm not sure what it is, but I feel like all the NRL players try and save their tries for July. Because if you just look at look at the games on the week, and we had a 28-36 scoreline, 42-12, 54-26, everyone's crossing the line, so it's bloody beautiful. But for me, I'm not too sure if uh, this is allowed, lads, but Bevan French scored seven tries in Super League and sets a new record in a single game. Now, I don't want to take anything off him, but in NRL terms, that's about as good as scoring on debut. And what the funniest point is about this is he got subbed off in the 60th minute. So he had 20 minutes left of the game and he scored seven. Do you know how much of a cunt you are as a coach? If your player scored seven and you're like, 20 minutes ago, let's wave the white flag. He could have got 10. It's not even the coach, mate, that's a Super League mercy rule. <laughs> They're not really professionals over there. I mean, seven tries, come on. It's only the Super League. That's That's got to be pretty easy to do, isn't it, over there? I actually heard they started uh, bringing in the rule that you had to pass it three times before you're allowed to score. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that really changed the game. Yeah, it's really got to stop those quarter sneak dummy half tries. Um, but NRL-based boys, Joey Manu is the man. He is an absolute beast. Improves he can play anywhere on the park and be the best on the field. Recently, man of the match at fullback and 5'8". Absolute class. I feel like he's wasted at centre at the Roosters and needs to find either a new team or they just need to pick in one of those two spots. Get rid of the other two jokers they have. Oh, 100%, mate. Let's skill on that bloke. But speaking about skill, how good is the skill level of the NRL these days? I mean, seriously. we got spiralling bombs, which go well above the stadium. Flick passes, which just defy gravity floating across the defensive line. And, oh, you know, it's just crazy. And now, now, boys. I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, boys, but... Did anyone see the skill coming out of that Manly game over the weekend where Manly kicked off against the Knights and the ball just landed on top of the goalpost padding? It was phenomenal. And seriously, how much skill does that take? It was like bloody magic round all over again, except way more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part is that even the ball side stepped the Knights yeah. <laughs> and they almost let in a try. So shit, if it wasn't for that last second try saver from the post, the Knights were gone. Oh, 100%, mate. Those Knights, they're absolute Muppets, and I'm surprised they didn't pull it off. But actually, speaking of Muppets, let's head on over to the Knights' favourite section, Muppet of the Week. N-R-L-B-3, Muppet of the Week. 
Oh, now boys, Muppet of the Week is in the Dragons game. Now, everyone's probably wondering, who is it? Because their whole team could fill it, even the coach. But actually, it's old mate behind the goalpost. Now, Zach Lomax kicked over a penalty goal from straight in front. And the ball just smashed straight into this car's windscreen. Now, everyone thought he was going to get a bit riled up and bring it back. Instead, pulls over, grabs the ball, lines it up like he's about to drop a 40-meter kick. And then blasts it straight into incoming traffic. And shit, what a great kick. He's a hero of mine now. <laughs> Mate, funny little fact about this bloke is he's actually Chit's kicking coach. I don't know if you saw the skill. Very similar similarities to how Chit kicks it. And you can really see where Chit gets all that quality skill from. Like, seriously, this bloke, oh, he's, he's a bloody coaching legend. Bravo. Well, I tell you what, we, we could use uh, someone of Chit's kicking ability. So if he, uh, if he trains him. Then it'll probably just fit right in. So well done, mate. We don't know your name, but we'll just call you the guy in the car who kicked that shit kick in the Dragons game. But boys, let's head on over to something that's going to make us a shitload of money. And let's talk about Sponsor of the Week. Oh, damn it. Sponsor of the Week. Dollar bills, y'all. Come on now. Now, this week's podcast, boys, is proudly brought to us by Pete's Paper Knee Pads. Pete has been supplying these paper knee pads to the professional wrestlers for years, and now he is bringing that across to the NRL. With a new sport comes a brand new materials, and Pete's actually recognized the strength of these players in the NRL, and he has come up with a synthetic cardboard material to just slap on your knees when you run out on the field. I think this is phenomenal stuff, and I really think we're going to see less injuries in the NRL. I, I can't wait to see this, and I really hope that players take on this endorsement as well. Thoughts? Yeah, well, there's actually quite a lot of science behind this because, you know, well, we've all seen people try and rip the yellow pages in half and all that sort of stuff. So what they've done is they've brought in this new science where they've actually compressed an entire yellow pages into, you know, like sort of cardboard thin. So while it looks like regular cardboard, there's actually a lot of strength behind it. And I believe, um, you know, all the sciences are just a way to protect the players, which is what the NRL is about. Um, you know, we don't want to turn it into that, that rugby game that they play. But, you know, this is, I think, going to help us keep that physicality that we need on the field. Now, this is just in, but um, the Odahu Leopards are actually thinking about taking Pete to court because they have put on some old uh, Special K boxes on their knees for years now. Um, they've had to tape it up. Not always about the injury. It's always about the field you play on as well and have a can out there. But, you know, you always got to tape up your knees with some cardboard. So, whew, is this pattern pending? Pete's paper knee pads patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thanks, Pete, mate. You're an absolute legend, so thank you. Make sure you go out there and search out Google, in fact, Pete's paper knee pads. Phenomenal stuff. Now, boys, let's head on over to a section we haven't actually uh, covered in quite some time. And this is about some sneaky antics that happened last week. Now, Brett Kamali was actually feeling a little bit disrespected from the Panthers players being rested and, and them still losing. Those fucking losers. But, <laughs> boys, what do you reckon the Panthers players got up to for the week off? LJ. <laughs> I do love a coach complaining that he didn't get beat by more. But, I mean, that's a pretty shit call from Brett Kamali. I mean, the players were backing up from Origin. They had had some tough times. From what I've heard, the players that weren't selected were all sent up to the Gold Coast to try and break the record for most consecutive rides on the giant drop without shitting themselves. This new record is now set at 16 because, however, on the 17th attempt, Cleary pulled in Isaiah, yo, yo, got a head concussion and shat himself and his teammates. Oh, shit. 
Poor, poor man. <laughs> He's got to stick to those TikTok dances, I reckon. But uh, boys, I actually heard something completely different. And I heard that they all went around to Uppy's house for the for a little sneaky carver session. Things got a little bit saucy and Uppy busted out the old fishbowl for the car keys trick. You know the one. Now, this got all the boys super excited. But then they realized that the only one with the missus was Brian Toto. And I'm not going to lie. I'm sure she's a fucking lovely lady, but she isn't really a quality fish for that fish bowl. So, you know, I think the boys gave it a miss. But they all had a laugh about it. It was pretty good that they're all good mates. But uh, old Appy still had a bit of a problem as he had to spend another night alone on the couch. The poor bastard. The saddest thing is that Toto saw the keys in there, recognised it, was like, anyone else? <laughs> anyone? Yeah. Anyone, please? Yeah. <laughs> No, all the boys saw her put them in there and they're like, oh, Brian, no. Um, Well, you know, that's all for last, boys, but unfortunately it's it's not true. Um, So all the boys actually had to go back to the Tattoo Studio and get their Origin 2022 Series Champion tattoos covered up. And so what these boys have done, they've uh, jumped the gun again and they've actually gone and covered it up with... uh, 2022 NRL premieres tattoos so they might have to go visit the tattoo studio again come the end of the year oh squid mate was talking about that origin boys does anyone actually want to mention anything about origin now that we're on the topic what LG no no the mic's working oh uh, squid well let's go to ladder talk (laughs) ladder talk wooden spoon edition now even though the boys haven't been here for, for the last wee while and been on a hiatus, the NRL ladder hasn't. It's barely changed for the majority of the season and it's not going to for the last couple of rounds. Hey, mate, 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 let me interrupt you here. People don't want to hear about the top eight, baby. They want to hear about that wooden spoon race. And I'm looking at a live ladder right now and we have the Bulldogs, Titans and West Tigers. Oh, they all want it. You've got the Bulldogs are currently sitting on 10 points. I mean, that might be a PB for them over the last 10 years. The Titans sitting on eight, but they've lost the last eight games. And then you've got the West Tigers who are one and eight from their last nine games. So, oh, talk about averageness. This is the footy you want to watch this weekend. Isn't it uh, West Tigers versus Titans? Oh, what a game. I mean, those Bulldogs actually look like a quality team when you run those numbers up against the Titans and the Tigers. So, fuck them. Oh, now, actually, boys, there is actually a little bit of a hidden message in that ladder as well. I don't know if you noticed, but the Bulldogs and the Tigers, both coachless. And in between those two teams, I'm no uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, the famous uh, quiz guy who wrote a book. Uh, <laughs> but the Titans, they're in between. And uh, I think their coach better look out because I think there's a sneaky little hidden cryptic message in between those two. Now, by cryptic message, do you mean they're going to sign Madge on for five years guaranteed? <laughs> Maybe. I'd, I'd go six. The kind of success that he brings in. Fuck, I might sign for the Titans then. Might have a chance of being a captain. Well, I bet all the Titans players are just rubbing their hands going, mate, I've always wanted to be a leader. Man, I can't wait for someone to tell me what to do as a leader. <laughs> I can't be bothered doing my job. I'll just get six other blokes to help do it. It's always great when 17 people can do a captain's challenge at once. <laughs> Hey, as long as Chad Townsend doesn't get uh, traded into the Titans next year, I think uh, I think they'll have no problems there. Fuck, that would be one to watch, though, with Chad Townsend there. But speaking of games to watch... Yeah! We got some games to watch. We got some games to watch. This weekend. 
Now, boys, 3 p.m. on Saturday, we have an absolute pearler of a game, and it's the Warriors versus the Raiders. And, boys, finally, someone has had a fucking clue and benched that little pretty boy, you know, the love of Squid's life, Reese Walsh. I've been saying it all year. He needs to get the fuck out of the starting side and warm some bench. In fact, I've been going a little bit further and saying he should get the fuck out of the team, but we're finally going to get that in 2023. But that's besides the point. Now, I'm not going to lie, boys. With Chit at the back and the rest of the boys coming back from sickness, I actually think that this side looks really good on paper. And looking at that other team, the Raiders, well, I'm not convinced that their side really stacks up, especially when I look at their bench. You know, they've got some pretty shit players. I don't want to jinx us this weekend, boys, but I think we might actually be competitive for once. Hell, we might even fucking win. Oh, Coach, why'd you have to say it, mate? <laughs> why, why did you have to go there and jinx us? Oh, well, we all know if we don't, whose fault it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. I'll take it. I'll take it. But for my 1v1 for this one, boys, you can't go past Curran and Whitehead. The beautiful mullet against the British guy with the white head. Both quality second rowers, and this 1v1 may actually decide the match. Whoever comes out more dominant could be the difference maker as both teams are the backbone and the heart and soul of each of these teams. So come on, Curran. I need you to step up, mate. We need to get this win. Yeah, Coach, I hope you're absolutely right there, mate. You know, we want uh, Curran, the heart and soul of this team, to put in a solid performance just so the boys can get that W. But for me this week, boys, my game to watch is Rabbits versus Storm. Now, even though the Rabbits have managed to secure three victories in the row and the Storm have not lost three on the trot for the first time since the wheel was invented. I'm worried for the rabbits hanging on, on seventh spot and I want them to be in September, you know, being spoken about saying that they're going to be a chance for a title. But you just have a feeling that the Storm could put an absolute clinic on and they'll be under pressure from Bellamy at training all this week. So there's no way they're going to be doing that again. So I reckon this will be a real good one. And my 1v1 this week has to be Walker versus Munster. Now, these two are arguably the leaders in their respective teams. Both will need to bring the best to secure victory. Potentially a finals playoff, and in my opinion, just like Kosh, whoever plays better out of these two is going to lead their team to victory and get the two points. You know what, Squid? I completely disagree with everything you've said in this podcast up to this minute. I don't know, Brian, not all was pretty good. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was probably your best joke all season. That goes on the legendary fucking joke column. Yeah. Okay, boys, the game to watch for me. Whew. Now, this game is definitely a game to watch for all league fans out there, but fuck that. I'm sitting under a blanket in the corner because it is the first place Penny Panthers versus the third place Sharks. Now, the Sharks have made their way through the Dogs, Melbourne, and then the Cowboys. So this game is a really, it's a sense check. Are we good enough to play for the Premiership? Because you're looking in that mirror, you're playing against the best, and I'm not watching because that is too hard <laughs> but this section is called games to watch <laughs> lj i'm confused <laughs> um games to watch for everyone else yeah. <laughs> did you think this was uh games to listen to about later on <laughs> oh sorry boys i thought this was games to watch the highlight only if your team won yeah. <laughs> now my 1v1 is the two pocket rockets themselves mr brian not versus Connor Tracy. Now, Connor is Mr. Fix-It himself, and with Katoa out for the season with that peck injury, it's really Connor's role for the taking. Now, personally, boys, I'm a little upset about this because I was hoping it was Lockie and his missus back in the team. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, they'll bring the fans in. 
bring coach back in oh, for sure mate. but maybe next week 100 percent, mate 100 percent. bloody yeah mate that would bring coach in and out and in. <laughs> might have to just pull a lee and paul gallon and slip in a dms hey eh? who knows but boys let's go on over to my favorite section even though i've slipped down to fourth in super coach corner because he's a super coach super coach he's super coach now with only two rounds left it is now or never for some of those teams sitting outside the top eight Matt could come out firing and kick Dallin out of the top eight. In fact, producer Trob is right there behind him, but I think his plus minus is going to be okay. So look out, Dallin, because Matt might be coming for you. The last thing you want to do is pull a Melbourne Storm, get an injury, and slip outside the top eight at the end of the season. But uh, for Jerry, Elton, and Jared, thanks for playing this to your kids. But uh, <laughs> I think your year is over. Squid, mate, how are you going? Uh, yeah, sorry, not sorry there, uh, producer Trob. Um, you know, had to really send a statement this week as, um, you know, starting to find a little bit of form coming to the end of the season and only managed to have 14 scoring players this week, but still almost pulled out 1,300 points. I was actually looking like I could have been one of the top uh, points for the whole competition, not just the uh, NRL back three, but really sending a message. Like you say, Coach, a couple of weeks to go. It's now or never to really cement those spots in your team, use up some of those trades, upgrade the players, and then let's bring on the real competition of this game. Now, Squid, mate, I did notice you pulled a bit of a Dellen and his Brian Cobo. What's his name? Cobo? Salwin Cobo. Anyway, you made uh, you made Manu captain this week. So 300 of those 1,300 points was actually your captain and Joseph Manu. But, mate, what the <laughs> fuck made you think of making him captain? Seriously, it's such a fucking random choice. Well, 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 Coach. Um, so originally... Now, originally he was actually picked to play fullback because Tedesco was going to be rested. And then I had no Cleary to pick from. I had no um, no Cameron Murray. So I was like, oh, what am I going to do? We all saw Joey Manu and the Kiwis play fullback, run like 16,000 Ks or something like that. And I was like, those are some easy meters. And then, shit, he actually went to 5'8 and still carved up. So, you know, there's, there's a little bit of um, theory behind it. But, hey, fuck, it worked and I'll take it. Hopefully it happens again in the finals. Bravo, bravo, score of the week. LJ, mate, how are you? How are you looking this uh, past week at Supercoach Corner? Oh, I still scored more points than Squinted. <laughs> Thanks to that fan out there who did point it out that I did outscore Squid. Um, he's talking it up, but I can't hear him because I'm up in second place still. Now, it has been revealed that that raw Cup in the Sheds rivals anything Craig Bellamy has thrown out because the Captain Talakai's have turned it around with a 4-1 record over the last five games to sit pretty at second. Now, the only issue is BC has won the same over the last five games, and this could be a finals matchup. I mean, this is what the people want to see, but first of all, I'm going to have to dispatch this little man, Dallin. I mean, his five-year plan. I mean, I ate humble pie last time we played, but not this weekend, mate. Fucking enjoy the summer off because your season is done. Yeah, oh, first... First year plan was get kicked out of the eight. <laughs> Second year plan, copy and paste first year's plan. <laughs> yep, yep, 100%. I've actually got BC this weekend, mate, so I might be able to help you on that one as well. So I don't think he's going to be going uh, four from six, five from six, whatever that record is. I've... It doesn't matter. Anyway, he's, he's whatever. He's outside the eight. <laughs> Fuck, I just had a look, LJ, you can't. You won by like 800 points or something ridiculous. Yeah. Fucking duck. <laughs> <laughs> you want some of this duck? <laughs> Speaking of ducks, we go over to producer Trob's favorite segment, and that is Miss Heard It Here First. 
Now, boys, I will lead this one off. Thank you very much. So I have a Volder bet, which I managed to score victory over a couple of weeks ago. And you guys all laughed at me when I said that the Bulldogs would go 30 points two weeks in a row. Bada bang, bada bang. Here we are. Now, I am leading the Volder bets with uh, two, Kosh on one and LJ on Zilcho. So for my $5 bet, I actually can't wait to nominate LJ because I want him to put $5 on the Voldemorts against his favorite team, the Cowboys. So I can't wait to see this one. I want to see some evidence for it. Oh, dodged a bullet. I thought that was me all day. <laughs> dodged a $5 fucking bullet. Yeah. Oh, LJ, how does it feel to be $15 in the hole? <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. No houses coming your way this year, LJ. I, I feel terrible, Squid. <laughs> I feel terrible. But fuck, I need to make it back. So, Producer Trob, who do you have this week? Spin it up for me. Okay, so we have the Doggy Styles versus the Tits. Or the Bulldogs versus the... What is that? The Gold Coast Spooners. Uh, Squid, who do you have first? Well, we all know I'm a fan of Bulldoggy style, so I would have to say that I'm going to be picking the Bulldogs to win this one. And they're actually going to do it and back up my old Volder bet, and they're going to put on another 30 points against the Titans. And I feel like it could be backed up with the Debbie Donuts from the Titans. That's right, I'm picking 30 nil to Bulldogs. Beat that, coach. 30 nil to the Bulldogs. Ouch. Now, boys, we all know that Maddie Burden is an absolute legend, and he has one of the biggest bombs in the game. Between him and Clary, I reckon, Jesus Christ, I don't think there's anyone that comes even close. But in this game, I honestly believe, and I'm going to strongly recommend that this is going to occur. Maddie Burden is going to put up a bomb, and someone is going to get falconed from it. Probably get knocked out, but it's going to come down pretty hard. They're not going to know what the fuck direction it's coming down in, and someone's going to get smacked right in the head so that's my bet boys let's make it happen i can actually see this happening coach it's going to be like someone's actually going to be looking up to catch this ball and then it's going to start swirling around and then like move two meters and hit the guy that wasn't even looking (laughs) (laughs) shit i might need to change my bet um i'd like to double up on kosher's odds oh but if i have to go something else fuck i hate these two teams I can smell a nil-all halftime scoreline. It's brewing. It is fucking brewing. It is nil-all. And you know what else? There's going to be a yellow card in the first half. Bam. Is Tavita Pangai Jr. playing? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Heard Matt Burden loves to scrap. I mean, he loves being scrapped. <laughs> <laughs> loves to swing a punch. The best thing about this misheard it here first is they could all actually come through. <laughs> and then what's going to make me laugh is when LJ has to do $15 worth of bets next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I pick myself? <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> I don't know, man. You tell me. Uh, yeah, I do love to follow a crowd, though. So, <laughs> Well, we know that LJ loves a good punt. So let's head on over to LJ's favorite section. We all know what's coming up. And that is TAB time. Man, the only thing I love more than TAB time is a big Fijian man terrorizing the opposition. So for me, I have Maiko Sivo running amok, scoring the first try for the game, the first try of the second half, and the first drop goal attempt for the game. Because fuck it, why not? (laughs) Steve-o, Steve-o, Steve-o. Waiting for TAB to get back to me on them odds, but... 
I heard it's one to one. <laughs> Gosh damn guarantee. Squid, who do you have? Well, I have got Dill Bags Brown in for the first try score this week. Now he needs to maintain some form coming into the final rounds, and nothing better than having a white line. I mean, crossing the white line <laughs> to boost your confidence. So I just he's gonna go it, and nothing like that will just it'll send him into the finals, ready and raring to go, and he is gonna do it. <laughs> now Munster if you listen to this podcast mate just uh, just go have a breather for a second but boys I'm going to give us a gosh damn guarantee this week and say that Gutho is going to be the first try scorer for this weekend but not only that the real money is what try celebration is it going to be going for and if you want another goddamn guarantee if you want to win two houses this weekend it's got to be that trademark move of his the sneaky bomb <laughs> <laughs> Now, that is a try celebration. We're halfway over the uh, the try July, and I'm really looking forward to this one because he absolutely nailed that last week, and he didn't even score a try. He just got a, just got a little bit too eager for it, I think. Rumors are they're going to pay it out anyway. $1,000 for that post-try celebration. I mean, the last try was 10 minutes beforehand, but they're like, still counts. As long as you do your celebration before the end of the game, I think it counts. <laughs> Now, boys, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. An absolute perla goes to show that seven days off can really make a difference. Now, listeners, don't forget you can contact us through our Facebook account or on our Instagram. Uh, make sure to follow that, of course. And don't forget you can contact us on the Facebook page for the NRL Back 3 and also through our Instagram account. So be sure to go follow that. That's where all the memes, all the lols, and all the funny shit comes through. But uh, anyway, boys, thank you very much. Been a great week. And listeners, we'll see you right here next week on the NRL Back 3 podcast. You could pull gallon, you could pull out, whatever, you know. Got some games to watch. Got some games to watch. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's one of my favorites. I listen to it on Spotify. <laughs>